Okay, um, let's start the second part of uh, chapter one. And let me share the screen with you. Okay, so in this second part of the chapter, we will kind of uh, add more practical sense to uh, what we learn uh, in the first part. So in this, we'll be doing uh, as we're doing now as an introduction. Then we will give, uh, we'll set up uh, some case as a evaluation and selection. Uh, most of the times you um, utilize some kind of uh, products and at some times you can be a member or a leader of evaluating uh, your own softwares or you pl you're planning to replace the software should you replace it or using it. And we spoke about the cost and the effect of and to maximize the revenues and all these things, the reason for having a new IT solution. Then we will do some kind of a case uh, uh, later on, uh, later weeks, and we will be talking about the model and services and how would the team introductions happening. Um, Probably some of you knows Warren Buffett uh, says a price is what we what you pay, the value is what you get. So when you buying something, you're always searching for a value higher than the price that you are paying, or at least matching the price you are paying. So the always you look at things that and what value these things can generate with me, whether minimizing the cost, maximizing the profit, making the, the environment, working environment better, um, communicating better, all these things that you look at the values when you are selecting a software. And in general, Warren Buffett says the price is what you pay, the value really what you get. And this isn't the simple stuff when you go and buy things from anywhere in the stores, you're also going to do the same thing. Now, let's take a look at how, for example, uh, before we start actually talking about uh, this uh, crazy screen, we will need to talk about a strategy. You see, when you are uh, the best example, I can use uh, a, a big ship versus a small boat. Uh, when you're alone, uh, you can really be very flexible and change your way around. But if you were the group, you need to take into consideration the whole group. So if we look at the, for example, if you are in a boat and you just want to go from point A to B, for example. So what you have to do is just while you're going from point A to B, if you face some obstacles, some mountain or something, you just move around and shift around and, and reach to a point B. But when you're in a ship, let's say tank oil uh, or some big ships, what are you trying to do here is really you need to synchronize everything with the rest of the teams because the rest of the team will be involved in this matter. So the rest of the team should be aware of how long it is gonna take, how much oil is needed, 
uh, gas or needed or whatever the power is utilizing. Um, the, the restaurant, simple thing, the restaurant in within the, this big shift, uh, the food that they have to store, what kind of food, plus how the quantity of the food, all the employees should be aware of the, the trip that you're gonna take, how long it's gonna take, and what's the route that you're gonna take, because that makes a big difference for most, for all of these people. So this is where I see that when you are doing, uh, you know, a personal application implementing in the laptop or in your mobile, you don't like it, you just delete it or you change a little bit. But if somebody else is using the same laptop, you just need to communicate and get agreement with them. So in the operation, ERP companies, mid-size to large-size, even the small ones, you cannot just go and select an application and uh, just ask everybody to run it because that might cause some troubles of data migration, integrities, understanding the application. These are all could be delaying or causing the failure. Now, today I'm just gonna look at this very quickly, but later on we go into details on, on this situation. What I chose here in this case, I just wanted to pick up something that it kind of, you kind of aware of it, is a solution for higher education. Um, later on, we will talk about solution in the logistics and solutions in the ERPs and different part of, uh, you know, CRM. But here, let's look at uh, what a CEO, chief exec, uh, CIO, the chief information officer or IT manager usually have, should have in his office. And basically it has to have a whole set of solution that has been implemented and what application needed in the future and how these supposed and when supposed to be implemented. Now, if we look at the uh, education, for example, what do you see here? Basically, um, you see a full solution for any education institute, college or universities. And it's basically every college or every university made of an academic, administrative, personal issues and community. There is no other solution out of these. Um, that you might think of it. it could be a third party, but nothing within the university or college, something is that uh, available. Now, in the academic part, you usually have some kind of a digital portfolio, the site where you go on, for example, and you put your information, that's a digital portfolio. And you might have a solution with digital assets management. Uh, we will talk about each one separately. Um, which is, you know, you wanted to manage your assets. So some assets will probably need to replace. Some assets will finish. Some assets moved from one office to from one class to another class because it's expensive. So you need some kind of a digital asset management. And also you need a learning management or LMS, learning management solution, which is that's uh, usually when you go in any website, for example, you have an LMS D2L or uh, uh, Google uh, Classroom. The first, when you open things, 
that site is called Learning Management Solution or LMS, which is uh, integrated with all other application. And then you have an academic. So these are the details without going now today in the details, we just wanna know how an chief information officer have a solution. Now, when you start selecting or replacing or evaluating a solution, lots of mistakes happen. And the main mistake that happens is um, users or IT manager or the chief information starts from the bottom to the top going. And as a matter of fact, what you wanna do, you need to start from the top to the bottom. So you wanna see who is the stakeholders. For example, if you're looking at, um, I don't know, um, learning management system, who's involved in it? And what kind of function, what kind of things that they need to have in the system to make their life or work uh, differently? Now, there is two different approach. One is faculty, uh, uh, institute oriented and there is a student oriented. This is we'll be talking about later on, what kind of application built through that. Now, but overall, you're looking at what, who is gonna be involved into uh, using this application. So if we're talking about learning management system, we might using a student uh, involved in it, a teacher or a teaching staff involved, Maybe the admins also definitely a new students who's involved, alumni, people who's graduating, they like to see what kind of courses they wanna take, whether they take any courses. Maybe it could be a family and friends, people who's paying your tuition should be involved in it. And any other third party who is supplying things or teaching, um, and, you know, like a outsource contract uh, professors, or a company that is supplying things. So the whole portal, these people, these entities are involved. You start from the top. Now, what kind of, after you defining what these people need within certain application, you start looking at basically, this should be a portal that a higher education portal and should be a role base. Why is a role base? Because it should can maybe you have one instructor who is also taking courses there. So he's a student and a teaching staff or one admin who can also a teacher or a student or an admin who is a teacher and a student in the same time. So it's a role based. I go in, I need to look at it, whether I'm, when I'm entering my password and username, am I selecting as a teacher or I'm selecting as a student or as an admin. So it's a role based. It has to be personalized, my names, my address, anything, all the information, personal information there. I can move things around, things that's important for me, have them in the front and something less important, have them down or somewhere on a smaller icon. Definitely has to be secured. So these customized, utilize multi-devices that can be used on mobile, on laptop, on Padlet, on desktop, so these are a multiple device. These are the things that I look when we selecting or evaluating a software uh, for our system. Then when we decided to go with that, then we go with selecting the software itself.
between all the suppliers. And when we pick up the software, usually, usually the, the um, one more thing here, um, there should be a shared application, could be integrated, integratable content, message board, search, payment processing. These are all things, email, calendar, are part of the certain application can be directly accessible. Now, um, now when we, as we said, we can, once you select certain software, usually the supplier will let you know, the software's developer will let you know what kind of sizing of a hardware and networking and data storage and all these things. And you can find it online. So if you're going with hardware, you're just like, a, somebody opening a store and doesn't know what he wants to sell. But if you know exactly what you wanna sell, whether food, whether uh, electronic, whether electricity stuff, then you know exactly how you set up your, your uh, store. So this is where, what we wanted to uh, you know, keep in mind when we are evaluating a software, we start with who is user and what he needs from uh, the, the solution. So, as we said, in higher education, uh, probably we said it's a four categories that cannot be more than that. Any other colleges or universities should not have more than that. And basically we said academic uh, section, the administration system, the personal and the community. And we said in the academic section is like the digital portfolio the digital assets management, the learning management, and, and the academic advising. You sometimes you want to know if you drop this course, can you take another course replacing that, you know, or a, a prerequisite, co-requisite, all these academic advising could be part of the apps that uh, within the college and university. In the administrative side, you might have the course management, which is when you take this course, there is dependence. For example, when you finish this chapter, chapter one, you're not gonna see chapter two without finishing chapter one, and you're not gonna take the test without finishing chapter. This is the course management, how do you manage the course? And then you get the uh, student management or SIS, which is one of the core solutions, built all the apps integrated to it. So the LMS and SIS is the, what you call a core solution. And um, a student management system is when you're registering, you're making your payment, it will tell the SIS or student management system and the system will tell the rest. Now then you have the HR application, um, professors who's teaching need their salaries, promoted, um, whatever the HR needed. Then you have the finance and the financial aid in North America. When you're applying for a financial aid through the government, you need an app there to also apply for the financial to the government or to the college itself so they can support some part of your course or something. The finance applications are like a regular financial uh, applications, payment, payroll, all these things. And then you have the procurement uh, application, which is part of the purchasing and a process of purchasing. And you will see how it can be complicated to do a purchasing. 
especially in the field of IT admission. And you know, the admission is when you applying for a course is some something you have to admit, uh, you know, get the admission. And this is uh, the first step of accepting you because there is document that they are system will be looking and the people uh, the people behind the system is looking to accept you like your high school degree your IL degree or TOEFL degree or whatever you needed for to be accepted there and library management system to allocate library and all these applications will be integrated like one application for a user like you usually what he sees he sees one content management where all these applications are there he doesn't know that there's multiple application back there who is integrated with this and they are integrated with each other also. Uh, for example, you cannot take the course if you don't pay, but how would the uh, content uh, course management system knows that you paid? It, the financial uh, application should notify the course management that you have taken the, you paid for that course. So this is what we call uh, uh, integration. Now, when we spoke about library, also you need to be, the system need to recognize you, you are a student. So uh, when you put your name, password or student ID and a password, then the library system will be asking their student uh, management system or the SIS, is such a student available? So this SIS will be authorizing this uh, the library says yes we do have a student and a valid thing and then the library will be open up for you for you to select the book download a book and they will be keeping the track and vice versa they might say no we put this person on suspension so you need to suspend the, applica the application and well the assessment and we said an assessment is like a whether you get a 60% to pass this course, 50% to pass this course, or uh, a 92A, it is the assessment that involves in taking a test, assignment, entering the marks and all these things. And then you have the personal, and then the personal probably some counseling uh, applications that help you to uh, find where is what, or <clears throat> who's supposed to call in this case and all the case, and then the health and willingness. And then you have the community, which is made of the prospective students who is planning to apply because some, some students are important to be part of certain universities or colleges. There are certain clubs, applications. So uh, for example, um, um, students, uh, who like fishing, for example, they could be providing a club within their communities. And you have what you call uh, uh, alumni, uh, as we said, the graduate students sometimes like to go back and see who who is being graduated with him and where it has been and where did it move. So all these applications might be part of a college or some of them, but as we said, you start from the top and then you go to the bottoms of a hardware and data storage. So first you look who is involved into this application and then you go down. Now, when you come and try to evaluate a system or select a system, that's, uh, there is a reason for it. And the reason 
you talk to the end users or the management who is planning to do that, uh, they said, we must replace the legacy system. Um, or 50% of them, they say that's old and we need to replace it. Um, some of them, 16% says we need to replace the current supplier. They're not happy with the current supplier or the current implementer. Uh, so they need to replace that because they're not providing uh, enough. Uh, or they can, we are seeking a new system. 17% would say we're just seeking a new system to be more effective and more productive and minimal, something like that, or, or just meeting the market needs and demand from the customer, or we need to integrate multiple systems. So they need some kind of um, 17, need to integrate different systems. So these are the reason to look for a system or to evaluate your own system, whether you want to see whether your system is being to be replaced as a legacy or you cannot find a system or your system is updated probably. So you don't need to. So these are the reason uh, that you do that. Now, in general, what kind of, when you speak to the people who is thinking of replacing or they have replaced it, um, reason, the benefit they see it or the value in it, as we said, we pay dollar, we pay money and we get a value. Uh, uh, they say, well, we need a tighter integration because some apps is not integrated very well and uh, uh, the data is not moving well or it has to be copied and moved to somewhere else, uh, different database. So they're looking for a better integration. They, some of them we said in the first part, they want to reduce the cost. So this application costing them so much, lots of hardwares, lots of timing, uh, lots of idle timing, or they might not have a good data uh, or cannot, uh, you know, uh, it has some uh, errors that is not fixable. Now, the other thing that could be adoption of an EU standard, industries, which is might be forced by um, customers or the government, such as now um, a new standards like artificial data management system, uh, data engineering, because it's now it's due to COVID, lots of data start generating and you need to meet the standard or you probably want to do a cloud because the standard industries is using the cloud, something like that. Um, there is a process, business process improvement. You just want to change the, your process. And the only reason, the only way is to doing it is by introducing a new application. So that can help you a better process. Process is very important beside, you know, the functionalities, how things is moved and shaped is very important. We'll be talking more details about a process management. Scalability is suddenly the company is, is from small became medium or large and the app that you have is not doable. Lots of time you run to such things. It's like, a, you know, especially in the accounting part, uh, you, if you do a small companies, uh, probably you can go for, uh, 
you know, QuickBooks or something, a startup. But then when you grow, you probably start doing Excel. And then when you grow more, you're doing some kind of an ERP financials like Oracle, uh, uh, Microsoft apps, a great plane or something like in that field, which is meet the scalabilities. Um, um, you want to improve the productivities. So it could be on the productivities because as we said, you can have an ideal part where the things is not moving accordingly, or you just wanna do an alignment with the latest technology. You wanna be updated there. One of the things that they do is probably the telco is doing a lot of you know, alignment and, you, and even the mobiles, any mobile that gets outdated a little bit, it falls behind just uh, what's happened to Nokia, for example. You wanna do some improve, uh, performance and or access to a new functionality that's not available to your current application. These are the reason, the benefit that they are seeing. So there is a reason for them to look for a new system or evaluate their own system. And there is a reason for them to, once they start looking, these are the reasons what's the benefit, what's the value that they're getting. Now, so the value is really, you need to reduce time, you need to reduce your cost, and you wanna minimize your risk in operation. And also once you wanna select software or upgrade it, or you stay with your current softwares, you also need to look at these, whether do I have the time, do I have the, uh, the money to spend on it, which is we spoke about the break-even analysis and we will be talking more about it. And or am I taking a risk using a new apps? Are my people all ready to use a new app, uh, upgraded app, uh, new application replacing the old one? These are all things that you need to take them to and you need to reduce the time, the cost and the risk involved in it. So, when you're making a, a, a poor decision, basically you're putting, you throwing your money in the water. Uh, you're talking about you buying an application or you're replacing your application or you're not replacing your application for the next five to 10 years. And that costs you money, time. And if it's a bad thing, it will cost you a headache. Uh, and you need uh, to make sure that if you're moving, from an app to another app or to another way is there is a justification for it and make sure um, its system is a successful when you do implementation. So where is the issues that you might be facing when you are probably implementing or selecting uh, a software? In general, when you're implementing, as we said, 60% might run into problems. Imagine you're putting a budget and you're spending already five, $6 million for on your new implementation and you're running to a problem. It could be more than that, $100 million or 50 or 60. So you don't wanna to run to a problem because you're buying a problem. Um, and there's 60%, uh, they usually run into problem delay in implementation, functionality not working well, 
database is not good, integration, all these are problems that 60% uh, when they ask 100 people, 60% said this is one of the things. When they ask another 100 people or the same 100 people said, we also would not choose the same solution. And the reason is because they did not do the right process of selecting or evaluating their current solution and how, whether this application will be helping them or their headache is more than that. And there is a 20% fail. When it fails means your money gone and, uh, and the resources is gone. The time that you spend on it gone. So these are all costs and 20% there is a fail. But actually these numbers is much higher. Sometimes there is some cover, uh, cover up on it because you know an employee is some involved in it that they don't wanna uh, say it's failing or causing trouble. There is an easy way of doing it, which is totally will get you in trouble, uh, big chance. And that you go and call a consultant or a salesperson or, and tell them, well, you select something for us. Uh, and this is a big, big problem. You need to, when you're in an organization, you need to, to have a control whether, you know, the other side, as we said, sometimes they're looking for their own benefits. So um, they wanted to push their products on you, more functionalities, probably more money for them, um, more apps, more modules, more money for them. So you want to make sure that you don't, um, you know, make it an easy for them to have a walk in and you keep in control of it. Now, but the other side is the common mistakes that we, when you are looking to um, select or evaluate your current application is the employees are clearly not being communicated why we are doing that and they don't see the reason and they're not putting so much effort on that. The second thing, um, knowing what really is needed. So first, why we are doing that and what is needed to do that. So this is where the issues uh, is uh, might be employees because they are the front end and you know, they might be having better understanding of your the apps or what is needed there. As we said, when we talking about setting up application, we look at uh, the people who's involved in utilizing the application and we need to look at the functionality they're looking at and how they can support it. And these are the employees who can do that. Now, the most of the most of a, one of the biggest mistake, say I'm running a hospital or I'm running a small stores. Let me have a similar thing. What's my competition have? Or what's my uh, neighbor have, which is have the same business or what do my partner had or where I worked uh, they had this application, let's use it. That's most of the time, you're not looking at your uniqueness and there could be a uniqueness that you provide a better services uh, than the others. So you need some application that provide a better service, for example, or you need an application different than the others in saving the cost or in the storing or something that has 
extra storing in it or extra uh, warehouse allocation or extra supply um, chain management apps. So these are the things that makes you probably unique than your the next competitors or the next uh, or the place you worked in it. And you probably overlook that when this is a big problem because that can affect the process and the functionality you're looking at. The other thing is um, you want to make sure that you select the best vendor, most qualified vendor, and there is a process of building RFI, RFP. We'll be talking about how you build your RFI, RFP, and a process of selecting this. But you keep your eyes open, who is in the market, who is providing this solution, and which solution fit me best, not fit your part, fit some competition best, or you fit somebody else uh, in other country best. There is a special things about your organization that make it different than others. Um, once you selected it, you need to give an implementation the attention it needs. Now here is the challenge, I'm busy, I work, I'm making money. Do I have time to spend time on paying attention of how things is happening for the future software implementation. Investing in a solution for a long term, long term, as we said, usually mid-size to large size, they're talking about 5 million up to $50 million cost of implementation. So you're not gonna look for an application for a one year good or two years. You're looking for something for 10, 15 years, or maybe minimum five years, the application should be utilize. So we spoke about the most common mistake. Here, where is the challenges that if somebody will be facing when you're selecting? There is technology challenges. Usually, you know, um, suppliers use the marketing rhetorics, and, and there is a fact, uh, lots of apps shows you very beautiful things, very helpful, but when you go there, you see a hard burning, difficult to use applications. And if you, especially if you committed and paid for that, that probably costs you time and money. There's sometimes you will see uh, uh, suppliers um, promise something and deliver less or a different things um, or your hardware cannot take the software ability. So there is, you need to see there is whether your hardware and software compatibility. We'll be talking more in details about these. And we need to see the implementation failures. The internal challenges, um, as we said, maybe we are 10 people and 10 of us, we spend 90% of our time on dealing with the customers. So we don't have 20% or 30% or 50% of our time to do, to help the implementers set up the application and the processes. The time, the, the time, the limited resources, I don't have enough people who will be doing that. Um, lack of evaluation and selection, you just want to save time and says, okay, give me the next application who is my neighbor is doing. I want to do the same thing. 
Um, you're not, other problems sometimes, you're just not getting approvals from the end users enough to make them feel that their application will help them. And so there is a communication gap. Now, when you do a, a project, we'll be talking about project management and how things, sometimes you do an unstructured project plan. Uh, and as we will be all, we're putting a full uh, chapters on project planning and project management, um, unclear scope, implementation, incomplete uh, information or requirement gathering, what's this application, how to be customized, how to be uh, set up, how to work. We're not doing a complete that and a difficult major decisions. And beyond all these things is really the biggest challenge is getting everybody agree building senses, everybody excited about that. So if there is excited, they're willing to stay, spend more time to work with the consultant, with the IT department to make success of this application. So you need, in general, you need to do your research very well. You might to have certain methodology of how to implement it and you probably need some experience, but don't copycat things. And the final thing, you need to be aware of technology. We will probably uh, stop here today and we will be going more details on a sample project plan as a startup, how we gonna select, uh, evaluate a successful uh, implementation or should we stick with current applications and uh, you know not waste extra money so um, and whether we have the values so in the few, in the next week we'll be talking about this well thank you very much